listening to our podcast. Change in our lives can be intimidating, but we can have confidence that God will not only be with us during times of change, He will work all things for good. We hope you enjoy the new series entitled Change and ask you subscribe and share this podcast. Enjoy the message. Don't forget how great your God is. Don't forget how big He is. And as you keep moving forward, His blessing will be upon us. I want to read to you out of Psalm chapter 51. Psalm chapter 51 verse 10. Uh, I want to I encourage you to open your Bible. If you have your phone, go to the Bible app. We're going to be reading scripture today. Let's go to Psalm chapter 51 verse 10. Scripture states, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Listen to David's word. words. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. I believe today is a day of renewal. I believe today is a day of change. Would you close your eyes with me and let's pray together. God, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, that you are, even right now, changing our hearts, turning our hearts to you. Lord, I pray that anything that's not yours will be cast out and that we will walk in your freedom. Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. And I pray that you will use my words today. I'll be your words, that you'll use my lips, that your word will be spoken. Lord, I thank you, Father. I thank you that you are bringing change, that today is a day and with everything changes in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. I need you to say with me, game changer. Come on, I didn't hear you say with me, game changer. See, um, for many years, uh, you know, I've been uh, uh, praying, you know, uh, sometimes, I know, I know it sounds funny, but, you know, maybe praying, uh, you know, and the times that uh, many people will laugh at me. Uh, any of you uh, in here, Cowboys fans in the house? Okay, only about five of you. Uh, the rest of you will be praying for salvation. Um, but listen, uh, Anna will look at me. She's like, what are you praying? I'm saying, no, just, you know, you have to be a man of faith to go for the Cowboys. But uh, let me, let, I, need, I need you to go back a little bit so you can understand this. Listen, the reason I, I, I like the Cowboys so much is because I grew up when the Cowboys were winning. You know, come on. I grew up when, when the Cowboys had Emmitt Smith, Troy Ekman, come on somebody, you know. And I know before that. So they were winning. And, and, and uh, plus, back in the day, we would get like four or five channels. We didn't have like all these different channels that we have today. And the only game that you would get was the Cowboys game, right? So, you know, uh, you know so I'll be watching the Cowboys and that was our, 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 our team. And, and then I lived in Dallas, okay. And when I lived in Dallas, they didn't win a single game. It was tough. Every time I would go see them, they would lose. And I was like, Lord, you know, that's the reason I stopped going to the games. You know, now I just pray for them. And I remember telling Nana, listen, um, a couple of years ago, I said, we have a great team. For the first time, I can really tell you we have a quarterback. We have a running back. We, we actually have a team, but we don't have a coach. You know, I just felt we didn't have a coach for a long time. So, you know, I said, listen, we need a coach. We need a coach. And, and when the coach changed last year, I was like, that's it. We're going to the Super Bowl. Come on, Cowboys fans. We're like, that's it. You know, we're going to make it. And then Prescott got hurt. You know, I got I to gotta, I gotta see what's happening. And I'm telling Anna, have you ever been watching a game and you just turn off the game? Now you're like, doesn't the coach see what's happening? You know, and I, 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 I see... I see many of us today that have exactly what the Cowboys have. I want you to see this. We have, uh, we have the talent. Come on, somebody. 
uh, you know, God has positioned us in the right place. Uh, we, we, God's putting us everything that we need. It's already in store for us. You have the opportunity. You have everything in there. But the problem is you have the wrong coach. Come on, somebody. You know, you, you can be the best and the most talented person. You, you can have everything you need. But if you have the wrong coach, you're still going to lose. Is there somebody in the house of God today that's ready to win? I said, is there somebody today that wants to win? Listen, it, nothing's gonna, nothing in your life is going to change unless you're willing to put the right coach in your life. Somebody say game changer. There's a game changer that happens in our lives when our coach becomes God. When you stop living life the way you want to and you start seeing the way he wants you to live. Um, I don't know if I should forgive. What does the Bible say? That we should forgive. It's not what I want. I, I don't know if I should give. What does the Bible say? That we should give. Uh, I don't know, you know, if I, should, if I should work. What does the Bible say? That he will bless the work of your hands. Come on, somebody. Uh, when, I, when I align myself to the coach and I follow what he has, his blessing will come upon me. And I want to read to you in Deuteronomy chapter 30. If you have your Bible, let's go together. Deuteronomy chapter 30, uh, verses 15 through 19. The Word of God states, See, I set before you, I put it before you, I put it in front of you today, life and prosperity, death and destruction. I'm putting in front of you a life and death. For I command you today to love the Lord your God. Listen, I command you to love God to walk in obedience to Him and to keep His commands, decrees, and laws. Then you will live and increase. Somebody say increase. You will live and increase if you follow and if you love God. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess where you are right now. But if your heart turns away and you are not obedient, and if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, listen to this. If you worship other gods, if you worship other things in your life, I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan and enter and possess. Look at verse 19. This day, today, I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death you have a choice i put me in front of you life and death blessings and curses now choose life somebody say choose life it says choose life so that you and your children may live i said before you life and death i want you to get this when you put jesus as a coach in your life you still have a choice you still have a choice to do what he tells you to do or to do things your own way you know have you ever seen people that ask you for advice, but they do whatever they want. Does anybody have children in the house? And they ask you, what should I do? And then you tell them, you should do this. And then they do completely the opposite. Many times we are the same way. You know, we are the same way. We say, God, what do you want me to do? I want you to love your parents. But God, they don't let me love them. I'm not asking you for their response. I'm telling you, you do what I'm calling you to do. God, what do you want me to do? I want you to ask for forgiveness. God, I, I, listen, I know you're telling me to ask for forgiveness, but I, what I need to do is tell that person where they're wrong. And we do our own instructions. We want to we live life in our own way and we don't increase. We don't win because we don't follow what the coach is telling us to do. I, I invite you today. It's time for you to win. Come on. Tell the person next to you, tell them you're going to win. Come on, tell them you're going to win. This is, this is the way God tells you to win if you will follow me. There's many Christians today that continue to follow themselves before Jesus. In fact, we are so arrogant that we tell Jesus to follow us. 
<laughs> we are so prideful, so full of our ego that what we do is say, God, this is the plans I have for my, uh, for my marriage. This are the plans I have for my kids. These are the plans I have uh, for my business. So I need you to bless my plans. And if you would see, the reason God wants to bless you is so you can be a blessing. The reason God wants your marriage to shine is not so that you feel comfortable. In fact, you should be dying to yourself every day. Okay. The reason God wants your, your, your marriage to be a blessing is not for you. It's so that you can be a blessing to others. In fact, I'll tell you, this is true love. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with making that person next to you happy. To be in a blessing to the other person. Well, pastor, it's not the same anymore. And I tell you this, listen, if you continue to make your feelings your coach, you will always lose. I don't follow my feelings. I don't follow my emotions. I don't follow, listen, not even the trends of the world should put me in a place in which I compete with others. You're not in competition with your brother, with your sister. We are on the same team. Come on, somebody. We're on the same team. It doesn't matter who scores the touchdown. You need to get this in your spirit. Some of you are competing with your spouse when you both should be carrying the team to that next place that God's calling you to be. It's so important that we go into the coach and say, what do you want me to do somebody say game changer listen uh, my son is playing uh, flag football now you know he's playing flag football he hadn't played flag fo football in many years you know so they put him as a quarterback and he gets the ball and he's trying to throw the ball and I see before he throws it I'm like man you shouldn't throw it to that person because I can see things from the outside that he doesn't see in the inside so during the game, I tell him, be careful with number 22. I'm seeing the way he's running. Be careful with him. And sure enough, throws the ball. Mm, it wasn't the best pass. You know, he looks at me and he's like, I know, I know. And I say, how many of us do this with God? I know, I know, but you still do what you want to do. Somebody say game changer. God wants you to win, but you need to stop complaining to God and start doing what he tells you to do. If you obey me, he says, and if you follow my commands, but God, it doesn't feel good. You know, because many of us, what we like to do is throw the pass and catch it. You didn't hear me. We throw, we, because we want to score. We want to throw the pass and we want to run towards it. And sometimes all you have to do is block. Can you believe the most important person in running into a touchdown is not the person that scores the touchdown, but the person that makes way for that touchdown. I can't believe that we're 50, 60, 70, 80 years old and we're still living for ourselves. Don't you understand that God's calling you to live a legacy for somebody else? That you are part of this team in the church. That you shouldn't be doing things alone. The reason you struggle with this and the reason we struggle with this is because you haven't made Jesus Lord of your life. It's because we haven't made Jesus Lord of our life. We say we do, but we tell him, follow me. I know, I know, I know I'm not following Jesus when I make excuses. Come on. Anybody ever been in a training camp? Anybody? I, I want to see the people that play sports. Raise your hand. I know we have an athletic church. I know we do. I know we do. I see all of you fit, you know, CrossFit. You know, we, don't, we never say, God, what do you want me to do with my finances? We never say, God, how do you want me to eat? God, what do you want me to do with my marriage? What do you, how do you want me to how do you want me to train the child in the way he should go? How do you want me to do this? We always look for ways that's easy. When you are in training, it's difficult. Can I tell you something? Listen, if what you're doing right now is comfortable, maybe you're not growing. It has to be difficult, church, because growth only happens when there is a place 
of change. Oh, I have to change my eating habits. Oh, I, I have to change the way, the way I speak to my children. Um, I know many of you are waiting for tonight's game. I know, uh, so I know half the church right now is watching the Cowboys game and putting the preaching right there as well. I love you. you know, but I know many of you are waiting for tonight's game also. What's tonight's game? Come on. Don't look at me like you don't know. It doesn't matter. It says Tom Brady and Belichick. Now, look at me, please. Some of you guys are like, pastors, too much football for me. You know, I came to learn the Bible. Uh, I'm telling you something. The reason many of us don't follow the Bible, in fact, I'm going to tell you this. Look at Jesus and look at Paul. The way they would speak to people was always through stories. Okay. So, so go tell them why I'm following them, okay? Belichick and, and Tom Brady are going to play tonight. Now, I promise you, Tom Brady and any other team will never reach what he had done. He's the greatest player now, but he wasn't the greatest player then. What's amazing about our coach is that he takes us where nobody else will take us. He takes us where nobody else takes us. In fact, let me show you. I'm going to go to John 15. I'm going to skip a verse and I'll come back to it. John 15. Love, John 15, verse 16 to 17. It says, you did not choose me. Listen to this. But I chose you. Come on. And I appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. There's a reason I'm choosing you because I want your heart to change so you can bring something else, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. In Deuteronomy, he's teaching us, I put before you life and death, and if you follow my commands, I'll bless you, I'll bring increase. Then Jesus comes in and says, listen, I chose you. You weren't part of this team, but I chose you. But I chose you so that you can love, this is my command, each other. Many of us will follow God so that he can bless us, but few of us will follow God so that we can be a blessing. Come on, somebody say game changer. It's a game changer when, when I start living the life that God wants me to live so that I can be a blessing to other people, so that my children can have better. Come on, somebody. There's purpose that rises inside of me when, when I start putting money away, saving not just for me, but so that they can have a better education, so they can have an investment. Come on. I want you to think differently. When I, when I start working and I work even harder, than, and you know I work harder in my 50s and my 60s than I did in my 20s because I understand I'm not living this for me. I'm living this for somebody else. Come on church come on i need you to get this i need you to somebody say game changer you you will stop you will stop complaining and criticizing other people when you understand your purpose it's a game changer so so balachek tells brady this is your game plan this is a game plan this is the way you're gonna play he doesn't run he can't run many other quarterbacks run and they're great at running look at me please stop trying to run when what you should be doing is throwing Stop, and I, and I, I know, I know it's going to sound, for some people, you are enough for what God has called you to do. Stop saying you don't have enough and that you're not enough. You are enough. The problem is you are trying to play a position the coach is not, not telling you to play. The enemy will always like for you to doubt yourself so that you don't accomplish the calling of God in your life. But he says you are enough. You are enough in Jesus. In John chapter 14, John chapter 14, 
verse 15 says, if you love me, this is Jesus speaking, if you love me, keep my commands. If you love me, keep my commands. Is that simple? Somebody smile, please. If you love me, then do what I tell you to do. See, I know some of you um, dated before you got married. I don't want you to go down memory lane, okay? In fact, you better not be friending your ex. Okay, I'll just stop right there. Uh, I had a friend tell me today, you know, this week, uh, we know, uh, bro, we're, commu- we're, we're connecting back with all the people from high school. You know, remember this person? I go, why are you still connecting with those people? You know, and nothing against them, but I'm like, you dated half of them, bro. Come on. He's like, no, no, you dated half of them. I go, no, I never, I, I only dated my wife. When you see yourself the way Christ sees you, come on, somebody. You know, it's, and, I, and I, need you, I need you to get this in your spirit. I need you to get this. Many of us, many of us, God is calling us to a new season, but we want to stay in high school. He's calling us to a new position. He wants you to play, and He's telling you, step up. I don't want you to be in the bench. But we are like those people that continue to look for something. And trying to, we're trying to find something in people that only God can give us. So therefore, you get upset at your, mar- at your marriage or your husband, your wife, because they don't satisfy the need that only God can satisfy. Okay. You get upset at your children and, and, and you carry this guilt in your life because your children don't do what you want them to do because of the way it makes you feel. It's not even about them. If you love me, you'll love them. Follow me. Keep my commands. What area of your life right now is Jesus telling you, I want to be your coach? Would you be honest enough to say, I'm not playing the position he told me to play? Or even, let me take you to another place. I'm not even putting on the jersey. Look, I'll put it to you this way. Look, one of the things that I dislike the most It's people that say that they go for a team, yet during the game, if they start losing, they change teams. You know who I'm talking about? Say with me, wishy-washy. You know, those people that, you know, know, today I'm going for the Cowboys. Yeah, come on, somebody. You know, today I'm going for the Cowboys. But if the Cowboys start losing, uh, whatever God's will is. I need you to get this. We start praying, God, I know you can change my marriage. I know you can change this in my life. But if it doesn't go according to what I want, then we say, God, if it's not your will, walk away. Say with me, wishy-washy. People that, see, listen, when you're in love, when you're in love, you don't look for other things. Tell my friend, bro, are you serious? You're still befriending these people? I know, I know you dated before. I know some of you dated. But when you get married, you better be in love. I'm telling you, you better be in love. Something shifted in my place. You know, when, when I got married, you know, I, it, I didn't put the jersey just when we were winning. I told her, we're in this for life. You didn't hear me. You know, we're in this for life. When you start following Christ, you need to, you need to stop being wishy-washy and saying, listen, if today goes well, I'll follow Christ. If my finances are where they need to be, then I'll be okay. And, you know, if I'm not sick, then I'll, I'll, I'll worship him. Can I tell you something? God is looking for people. God is looking for the people that will make him a coach and say, I love you. And because I love you, I follow your commands. I don't have to change, listen to this, so that I can love him. But if I love him, I can't stay the same. 
if I really love him. You know, right now, we'll go, we'll, we'll go to Walmart at halftime. Everybody with a cowboy shirt. We're going to win. Keep praying, Pastor. Keep praying. We put on the jersey, but yet we go to work. They just criticize our way of living. What? And we take so easy for us to take up the shirt. Well, I'm no longer, you know. I'm no longer a fan, you know. Just when we're winning. Now, church, I, I wanna I wanna invite you today. I wanna invite you to be part of the team. Look at Ecclesiastes chapter four, verses nine and ten. Two are better than one. Come on, somebody say better. It says two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Say with me, game changer. Listen, I obey him, I follow him, I make him my coach. And then I understand that I'm not doing this alone. The lie of the enemy is you have to fight that battle alone. Therefore, you continue to fall. And you go and it's, man, I'm trying, but, uh, you know, I don't know why this temptation keeps like, getting me. I'm trying, but, man, every time I see him, I just, mm, I'm trying. Can I tell you something? Today is a good day for you to say, I'm not doing things alone anymore. I'm going to be part of the team. It's a game changer when I understand that I have to follow him. He doesn't have to follow me. I have to follow him. And when I become part of a team, listen, many of us, especially during this time, during this time of separation and, you know, we're taking care of each other. But in the taking care of each other, we stop caring for each other. I didn't see anybody smile on that one. Huh? We're taking care of each other, but we, listen, but we don't care for each other. I can see you, Grandma, anymore, but you can call. But you can take them food. The reality is that we make time for what's important. We make space for what's important. I'm not sure, Pastor. I'm not sure if, if I wanna if I wanna commit myself. Oh, that's the issue. See, if you fall in love with God, you'll fall in love with His church. See, this week. We had counseling of a little girl that was about to commit suicide. And because of this church, because of you, we were able to give her counseling. And now she's back in school without meds. You don't know what that means. I mean, without meds. But if you're not part of the team, you will never be able to celebrate this. If you come to church and you don't commit to church, if you don't say, this is my house and I'm going to meet somebody so that I can tell them, would you pray for me? If you continue to be so, uh, so um, into, into doing things by yourself, you're going to miss the part of winning as a team. And you can win. Look, I, I, you can win by yourself in the flesh. But man, you will never be able to celebrate like you celebrate when there's a team win. I told Anna at the beginning of this season, Cowboys are going to be different. You're going to see. She's like, aye, aye. How many of you guys, you know, how many of you guys, come on, husbands in the house, what happens when your wife says, aye, aye? When, when your wife says, aye, aye, 
you know what she's really saying is like you know never some of you that know from El Paso don't know what that means but and I told her listen they look different today I see I see Prescott believing in the coach I see them believing look at me God has believed in you all your life before you were even born say with me game changer you need to believe that he wants to use you you need to believe that he chose you he says I chose you you didn't choose me that he loves you you need to believe that what he did in the cross is enough to forgive your sins and if you would walk in what he's telling you to do make him the coach make him the coach and be part of the team that God's calling you to be in Jesus name in Jesus name that situation is going to change your marriage is going to change what's happening around you is going to change but now more than ever we need to say God not my way see when we go into difficult situations it's easier to say God not my way but this is for somebody in here the hard part is when you think things are going well because of your decisions so you think it's you been his mercy over you <laughs> now we can read this from David and hear what he's saying create in me a clean heart Psalm 51 create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit create in me a clean heart David is the king and he understands that without him as a coach sooner or later you're going to lose. And many times you won't lose in the material. But I've seen people gain the world and lose their soul. Today's a day, so with me, game changer. That can change the outcome in your life. If you say, would you be my coach? I want you to stand with me today. place of, of uh, vulnerability that comes in our hearts in seasons when God starts changing things he doesn't do these things in our lives so that we would be weak but he does these things in our life so that we will surrender so that you let him fight for you I know you're smart you're strong I know you can see what you want for your life let me tell you something you can go through life having success but never being fulfilled or you can go through life following God and having joy that surpasses all understanding and a peace that comes from him <laughs> that no matter what's happening around you steadfast spirit his spirit is with you welcome to the manantia church podcast 
We're here to reach, teach, and empower you with the Word of God. We hope today's Word will inspire you to live out your mission to be the salt and light of the world. Enjoy the message.